Good evening, everyone, and welcome to High Spirits. I'm Jay Segman, and with me, as always, is my friend, Noelle Schmidt. Say your name. I'm Noelle Schmidt. I fucked that up. Let's start over. <laughs> nope, let's keep going. You think so? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, man. I like it. I don't ever want to introduce myself. No, that was bad. Say your name one more time. Noelle Schmidt. Yay! Ah, that is. Oh, man, that should be fired from the show that I host. <laughs> that was no, good. I like that. You could do better. That's oh. all I'm trying to say. It's like me coaching that woman in Speed. When I was wa- I was telling you how I was watching Speed the movie. <laughs> and I was directing a woman on the bus for comic for comedy. For oh, my yes. for my own personal yes. comedy. Like I was just amused with myself. I have to tell you this my story I'm telling tonight has to do with drugs. So I was like, Oh. You were coaching someone in the use of speed. <laughs> That's not you. okay. Slow down. You <laughs> follow me. <laughs> no, it was more um, me being just trying to make myself amused. I love it. And it worked. Hey everybody, this is a show called High Spirits. Um, <laughs> if you've never joined us before, that's cool. Tell a friend. Um, but on the show, we talk about ghosts. Yes, and yeah. we drink spirits. That's right. Uh, so we get a little uh, drunk and, and talk about ghostesses. Yep, we sure do. So that's what's happening. Yep. Um, we're sponsored, of course, by our, uh, by corporations that enjoy listening to this program and think that more people should talk about ghosts. Well, in other words, they know nothing about us, Yeah, <laughs> but they're going to find out. You have this delightful bottle in front of you. I know. I love this wine. It's called, uh, Curious Beasts. Ew. I'm showing it off like you can see it. We got to take a picture of that and put that on the website. Yeah, it's a, it's a really, it's cool. It's a Cabernet uh, from California. It's got a bunch of skeletons on it. It's even got a horse skeleton. Which kind of looks like a zebra because it's bones. I mean, it could be a zebra. Um, <laughs> but it also looks like, like this. I just meant there's a variation of black and white hue. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. <laughs> he's he's also delivering, like, the, the meal. I don't know what that yeah. is. There's uh-huh. so many things to look at on this. Those skeletons label. actually look like they eat stick and chicken. There's like this toucan guy down here. You uh-huh. see that? And then there's this guy who's got like dragon wings. Actually, I think that's the horse. It, that's its skirt. Um, it's a lady horse. I don't. There's so much, and it's it's a really cool it's a really cool bottle. Down to the cork. Yeah. So you see the cork has like it's like blood is dripping, black blood. Well done. Curious Beasts. I picked this up a while ago because I'm a sucker for a label, and I re- actually really like the wine, too. You know, for your mid-grade $10 bottle of wine, not, yeah. not too bad. That is awesome. So we'll take, it, we'll, we'll take a snap of that. Uh-huh. And we'll put it on the Insta. We'll put it on the Insta. I want So it actually is a paper label. Yeah. Big paper outside of the bottle. I want to rip it off, but I'll... Um, just don't. Or we yeah. can just like find an image online, use right. it without permission, and just post it to the Facebook. Right. And the Instagram, which we now have. We got IG Ram. Yeah. <laughs> High Spirit Chicago on Instagram. Yeah. Check it. I think people are calling it IG Ram now. Are they? Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you and got? And I got some uh, Anti Hero IPA. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, from Revolution. <clears throat> yes. Right and here in Chicago. It's delicious, according to you. I'm not an IPA fan. I know. You think it tastes like metal? No, I don't think it tastes like metal. I just think it's really hoppy. I don't like all the hops. I love all the hops. I prefer like a quadruple. Wait, is that the kind I like? What? I think it's a quadruple Belgian. <laughs> I'm I... sorry to laugh at you. I don't mean to. That really sounds like a lot of Belgian. That means four. You do know what quadruple means, right? 
I do. I'm fucking but, with you. Don't give me that look. I do. But do you that's mean, what like, it's called. Four Belgian beers poured into one. No, it's a kind of. It's the way it's distilled. I think. Oh. There's a double, a triple, and a there is. quadruple. You're right. I'm not making this shit up. Um, I know. But that's what I like. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, so also, if you're new to the program, uh, a lot of this is, uh, while we do talk about ghosts, we actually just sort of bullshit around. So uh, feel free to skip around. At certain points, I might, put, <laughs> might put a little flag on the side of the highway that's like, hey, listen in. Heads up. <laughs> okay. Um, and, and I know we promised that there would be an episode where Jay gets bourbon drunk. That hasn't, that's not happening tonight. <laughs> it's not. Uh, we have to do it on a non-school night. Probably. Yeah. Oh so. my God. You guys, one glass of bourbon and I'm going to sing my ghost story. <gasps> oh my God. I just had the best idea. I'm just <laughs> going to sing Dolly Parton songs that feature dead children. And if you think that's just one, you're wrong. <laughs> that's seven. <laughs> That's me and little Andy. Jeannie's afraid of the dark. I can keep going. I won't. I'm not sure that I'll be here for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to play the guitar? Oh, right. You need my fingers for that. <laughs> All that Plucking. strumming. Plucking? Plucking and She's well, a plucker. You can, you can just strum if you want. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's not going to sound pretty. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna... songs, country songs about dead children hardly ever do. Devastating. Yeah. Uh, you want me to go? Or do you have, like... Business? No, no. Or do you want to tell people where to find us? Yes, I do. Uh, we have a, a Twitter. Yeah. High Spirit Chicago. Yep. At High Spirit Chicago. That's where you can find us there. We have a Facebook, High Spirit Chicago. Uh huh. We have a Gmail, yep. High Spirits at Gmail. High Spirit Chicago. Oh, it is High Spirit Chicago at Gmail. Clearly, I'm on my game. Yep. Uh, Instagram, High Spirit Chicago. Uh-huh. You can find us on SoundCloud at High Spirit Chicago Podcast and on iTunes under the same name. Yeah, go to iTunes, y'all. Go hey, to iTunes. Hey, iTunes, rate us. Please like, rate us, comment, tell a friend, tell two friends, have them tell two friends. Get it out there. Honestly, just like get pregnant. Just do IVF, have seven babies in 17 years, have seven of them enjoy us. If we're around in 17 years <laughs> doing this still, we're doing everything right in our lives. I mean, Jesus Christ, that is the dream. Nailing it. Killing it. <laughs> uh, what year would that be? See, we're going to prove that we're bad at math. 2031? 2034. Is 17 years from now? Yeah, because yeah, we're right. Yeah. 17 and 17. Oh, se- <laughs> Times two, man. I thought we just celebrated 2014. <laughs> uh, can we go back? <laughs> Is this episode arable? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> we, we ask that a lot. Um, it's okay. We're only seven minutes in. We can her. fix it. We can save it. We're, we can fix it. Uh, okay. Before I get started, my thing. We're we're like we're like a girl trying to like um, fix find the, her phone in a bar. No, fix the <laughs> and fix the bad boy. Like who can't know. settle down? Oh yeah. I can fix you. Exactly. I can save you. Yeah. You guys. He really is, he's just so soft and tender inside. Yeah, he's so different when he's with me. <laughs> you guys don't know. By the way, I totally was that girl. You were that girl. I was that girl. No, I wasn't. Yeah. I can fix him. No. You guys don't know what he's like. No. I was like, you, <laughs> nope. you show up perfect and get better. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, lesson learned. 
<laughs> I ain't got time for your motherfucking shit. You're never good enough. P.S. There's a mole on your nose. You need to get removed. That's that's me. That's a thing that happened to you? I mean, not. Are you talking about the mole on my nose? No, you don't have a mole on I nose. do, right here on the side. Oh, no. My glasses are covering it no, up. No, I wasn't talking about you. I was saying, show up perfect, and then let me find a flaw and help you. <laughs> so what I was trying to just—I was just trying to show the difference between you and I. I see. Oh, I, I find see. all the flaws now, but <laughs> yeah, before you used to be silly, <laughs> and then you grew up. I grew up. But here's the thing: I was an old lady at four. You were. Yeah. You were. I smoked cigarettes. I had a dead husband. <laughs> I had a business that I had to save myself. Well, it was also 1910. Yeah. And so you. <laughs> There was a lot happening in the country. <laughs> I stopped drinking coke because of cocaine. Anyway. Right. Uh, when I you were living five, in coal mining land. Like, yeah. you, it was a tough life. I turned five, sold a radio station, and then realized I could do better. <laughs> Thank God you didn't hold on to that dying radio station. Fuck radio. Dying industry. It was all about television at that point. So I was like... <laughs> what are we talking about today? <laughs> you were looking at me. By the way, this is a podcast. We're looking at each other like we're crazy people. Okay. <laughs> Before I get started on my thing, uh, I want to talk about resonant energy. I'm so glad you did. Because I think this is important. And I think this goes into uh, the thing that I'll be talking about later. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I'm actually just going to be talking, and I have done this in the past, uh, about places and locations that have had so much happen there, and so many things, and exciting things, and interesting things, and deaths, and just all sorts of fuckery. And then we get to the end and people say, where are the ghosts? And I forget to articulate this every time in my mind. They're everywhere because I just talked about them. Right. Capiche? So this goes back to resonant energy. Mm -hmm. So um, we all know from the law of conservation of energy um, that the total inflow of energy into a system must equal the total outflow of energy from the system. We all know that. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, uh, In addition, the change in energy uh, is contained within that system. So that's a very fancy way of saying uh, energy never dies. Well, so energy never dies. Okay. Um, What we know mostly is that it's converted to another form. All right. Right. So the deal with um, the ghost version of resonant energy um, is uh, this. Pardon me. I just burped. Anti-hero. If ghosts represent trapped energy, they may move between parallel dimensions or universes by a process of synchronization. Mm -hmm. They become visible in our world because they are still energy. Um, What this boils down to is that humans report seeing spirits as if they are watching a movie. Got it. So you may encounter, let's say, a ghost in your grandma's house or a ghost in an art gallery or a ghost at Gettysburg. That may just be an imprint Mm -hmm. and it may just be something that you would watch like a movie, which means, and I'm going to get to it, those ghosts probably don't interact with you. It, it's like uh, going back to the hotel Chelsea 
yes. episode, the man that was just kind of like they saw was dressed up, right, in the yes. costume, mm-hmm. walking back and walking forth. Walking back and forth. Yeah. Yep. Never, no interaction. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, uh, as humans, we we sometimes have a glance at events that happened in the past, um, and sometimes it, it can almost seem like the curtain is being pulled back, right? Like, we... we we're very unsettled by it. Uh, we believe that that we're seeing ghosts, but um, we may or may—I mean, we, we we probably are, but maybe they don't see us, and that's the flip side of this. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. So with resonant energy, um, one has to wonder whether ghosts are actually uh, interactive, right? Um, by which I mean, uh, in the ghosting world, there's this idea that like. Noel and I are sitting here in the ghost studio and like the ghost of a little girl would walk in here and she would say like, hi, my name's Abby and I've, I've been watching you two and here's my red dress and blah. Like right. she would talk to us and maybe she would want us to do something for her to put her to the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the theory of interactive ghosts with intelligence. Uh, well, that's another type of haunting is an, yeah, an intelligent an haunting. Intelligent where the ghost is interactive, the ghost is aware of the surroundings and knows that it can interfere with your space. Right. It wants something to do with you or doesn't want something to do with you or fucks with you or hurts right. you. That kind of stuff. Yeah. But using that same example of that ghost that would walk into the ghost studio, uh, that ghost may be walking into what we consider to be the ghost studio. We see her. She doesn't see us. And she's just going about her business because she doesn't realize she's dead. And this kind of goes back to the Nicole Kidman movie, The Others, yes. where they're seeing the world that they've always known. They don't know that they're dead. Um, so, and I think like that concept is very fascinating to me mm-hmm. that it's, and, and that also kind of actually goes along with the intelligent haunting where the, the spirit is still cognizant, right. But doesn't know that they're dead. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or <laughs> Yeah. And then um, I just have a few things to finish about resonant energy, and then we're going to get into my thing. Cool. Yeah. Um, So many ghost sightings um, involve uh, balls of plasma, changes in electromagnetic field measurements, um, and also visual signs of energy manipulations. This is an example of resonant energy, right? So oftentimes with, with the technology that we have, we can... Uh, sort of register that there might be some sort of um, physical enough anomaly. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. So lights will flicker or pop. Um, static will appear on radio and televisions. Um, and then people often feel uh, we're very intuitive. We often feel things. Um, we feel maybe our hair raising or the the hair on our skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes people feel like whooshes on the back of their head. Right. You feel that rush of energy or <laughs> there's like a cold spot. Yes. That you walk through. Yes. Yeah. 100%. So I just wanted to get all that out of the way because I'm going to talk a lot about a really historic fucking awesome place. There are ghosts here, but I may not explicitly mention every single time. Um, not because they're not there, but with the idea of resonant energy and the amount of activity that went on in this place, one really just needs to be like, yeah, that shit's haunted. Fuck. 
So I'll just like every time I think that there's a ghost, I'll be like, ding. Yep. Or maybe I'll go, ooh. <laughs> yeah, why not? All right. Why not? Ghosts. Ghostesses. Um, Noelle. Yeah. We're going to the Chateau Marmont. I knew it. You did? I did. How did you know that? Because you asked me about that dude, and he owns it, I think. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yes. Uh, man, I can't keep anything from you. All right, so I'm going to start off with a little, just a little bit of history, okay. as I want to do. Um, Chateau Marmont, obviously, is in the L.A. Um, it's at eight, uh, 8221 Sunset Boulevard. In 1926, Fred Horowitz, which is such a beautiful name. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Fred Horowitz is what I like to be called from here on out. Uh, anyway, he shows the site... Uh, uh, for his property at uh, Marmont Lane and Sunset Boulevard. Um, he hired <coughs> uh, William Douglas Lee to design the chateau, and it was completed in 1929. Um, if you've ever seen the chateau, um, we'll, we'll post it, but it's beautiful. It's based on the um, Chateau d'Amboise, uh, which is in France's Lore Valley. Uh, the hotel has 63 rooms and suites. Um, and just so you know, uh, kind of like when we were talking about Hotel Chelsea, Chelsea, this didn't start up a hotel. Mm-hmm. This was private property. Right. Um, on February 1st, 1929, Chateau Marmont uh, opened its doors uh, to the public. It was the newest residence in Hollywood. Um, what happened, though... The rents were too high. The tenants, they, they weren't able to keep their long-term commitments. The depression hit. And uh, Fred Horowitz had to close the apartment building. And he sold it uh, in 1931 for $750,000. Dang. It's a lot of money back then. That's a lot of money. And that's World War II era. And uh, so... Before. You said 45. No. Uh, uh, 1931. Oh, I'm not listening to you at all. I know. <laughs> uh, I swear to God, you said 1945. That's okay. So 1931, that's a lot. That's a lot of Because we're in the Depression. Yeah. That could buy you six airplanes to fly over Germany. <laughs> and drop some bombs. <laughs> Who has you can, you that? Can just, oh, I shouldn't make that joke. Forget it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, Who has that kind of money? This dude, Albert E. Smith. Mattress stuffer. Yeah. He didn't put any of his money in the bank. Sure. Bootlegger. I don't know. Probably bootlegger. He can't sue me because, first of all, he's, he's dead. dead. And second <laughs> of all, there's a lot of Smiths out there. Hey, Albert, I'm not talking about you. Talking about that other Smith. <laughs> um, <clears throat> in 1931, uh, Chateau Marmont was converted into a hotel. Um, the apartments became suites. Each apartment, um, or each, you know, room has, uh, kitchens and living rooms. There's also nine spat Spanish cottages, um, swimming pools, um, and the, the rest, all, all the rest of the other outlying buildings were bought by the hotel in the 1940s. And the rest. And the rest. It's a, have you been there? I've not, no. It is a gigantic property. It's right. very beautiful. And I've seen it. Yeah. I've just never. And it's kind of confusing because you, yeah. you it, it goes up uh, the hill. Yeah. 
Um, and so there's, there's like winding roads. Right. And so all of that stuff became a part of the hotel. Okay. Wherein it was, they're, they're separate buildings, like separate bungalows. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's the history. Okay. Let's talk bad reputation. I like it. I do too. I don't give a damn about my reputation. Nah, 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 nah. Okay. There it is. <clears throat> the hotel's reputation uh, dates back to um, the motion picture code of the 1930s. You know what that was? Nope. So it's like the Hayes Code. Um, and basically, America uh, uh, and Washington, D.C. was really on... Hollywood's ass to shape it up. They okay. were like, you are immoral. You are, um, all these romances and all this sex and all this stuff. You are turning America into a terrible place. I'm so glad they cleaned up their act. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> we're all living such wholesome lives now. Yeah. Thanks, Hollywood. Thanks. Um, thanks for showing us the way to do it. Um, but that is, that is, Cheers. you know, the reason why, like, married couples would, would sleep in mm-hmm. different beds. Right. Or when people kissed. I remember when I was a little kid, and you'd see that Clark Gable kiss someone, and it'd be like that, like, just, like, smoosh a face against somebody else's face, and that's uh-huh. how you thought kissing went. Yeah. I, wait, that's not? Because, <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> Someday you'll kiss your husband. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean with that, like, right. that just, mm, yeah. Because they weren't allowed to, like, show lip movement or tongue. It's just, like, real ma- weird. How awkward was that? Like, just mashing your... And those kisses, your... like, like the, the men always seem, like, so powerful. They grabbed the women by the shoulders. And just their face and, Well, them. and, like, I'm picturing him actually, in whatever movie, like, grabbing, like, Ingmar, Ingmar, Ingmar Bergman? No, that's a man. But oh. I like it. Oh, who Ingrid. is Ingrid Bergman? Watts. Ingmar Berg- Bergman did the Seven Seals. Thank you. But I want I want to think of them kissing right now. <laughs> uh, uh, there you go, everybody. There you go. Um, but having it's your, your first homoerotic moment, and it won't be your last. Uh, Ingrid Bergman and uh, just like totally like grabbing her by the shoulders, well, like, like Humphrey Bogart and Casablanca, and just yeah, smashing his face, and on then her. just like yeah crashing your faces together. Sorry for the clap. But like the force that he pulled her in and it looks like in this, like her small little body, like yeah. he's crushing her shoulders. And then it was, if they didn't want it, they like lean back and they'd be like, I never with, yeah. Get your filthy mitts off of get me. Your paws and, yeah. me. <laughs> and then he fighting like this with her fists, like against his chest. Yeah. Like, Noel's doing is very weak fighting. <laughs> <laughs> She looks like a kitten with a ball of yarn. Is what she's doing. <laughs> um, so anyway, the chateau uh, became uh, a place for Hollywood types to hide and do all was, of their sexy time. And do all their sexy time mm-hmm. uh, and worse um, <laughs> and more and more. And we'll talk about the more um, because, and you guys probably know all about this. Uh, uh, you know. Hollywood, so Hollywood was run in the studio system, and the PR agents and all, all everybody was basically, they were basically trying to hide what everyone was doing. So mm-hmm. if you were like a speedball fiend, they would hide it. If you were gay, they would hide it. If you, whatever the fuck you were doing, they were gonna hide it. 
And the Chateau Marmont was perfect because it was so hidden um, and you could hang out there for weeks without anyone seeing you. So uh, going back to the code, which is the motion picture code, Mm -hmm. uh, it specified uh, what could not be shown on and off screen. And it also uh, codified the expectations of the star's behavior off camera. And since Hollywood was exceptionally good at keeping its own secrets, the studios rented apartments and rooms for the express purposes uh, of having a, a safe place for their stars to engage in their little nasty habits. Well, this is where, um, what was that documentary, Girl 33 or something like that? Oh, I don't know, but I want to see it. Um, where, oh shoot, it's it's Girl something a number, I think it's 33, um, where they talk oh, I about- Oh, isn't this the Betty Arbuckle girl? Yes, I think so. Where okay. they they would host these parties and they'd bring in all these girls. All these makey girls. Well, they were dancers. Yeah, I know. And the girls believed that they were dancers. Yeah. They were studio dancers, but they would bring them to these parties. Yeah. And I recently just watched um, Scream 3 because... It, I know, we already talked about this last episode. Carrie Fisher. Yeah, yeah, the day she died, I watched Scream 3 because I think it's a very underrated Carrie Fisher vehicle. It's a very underrated Scream movie. It's an excellent Scream movie. Yeah. Um... How many are there? 65? There's four. Oh. And I would consider the first three Scream movies. Uh, the fourth oh. one's fine. Okay. I like Scream 71. It doesn't exist. It is my favorite. Okay. Um, but I, I, they kind of, like, pay homage to these parties. Yeah. Like, and not homage, but, like, they reference them in a way that it was even happening, like, in the 60s and 70s <coughs> as well. Sure. But, like, they were they were renting out these ballrooms or these spaces and these rooms at the Chateau Marmont. I'm going to say that wrong. Cause I don't do the French. Uh, <laughs> Marmo. Um, how more Wisconsin can I be? No, Marmo. <laughs> but, uh, they, it, it, and like the, this documentary basically is about this girl who was raped by all these men. And just welcome like, to the Chateau Marmont. Cast aside. Yep. And yeah, like it's it's ridiculous and crazy to think yes. about all the stuff. So of so course, by the way, uh, that's why I brought up resonant energy at the top because yes. there's a lot of ghosts <laughs> that uh, may or may not have names, may or may not be famous, but they lived and died and OD'd and had terrible things happen to them in this hotel. Because they got these girls, <laughs> I'm, and I'm sorry if you're going to talk about this. Sure. But they got these girls so drunk and high. They were on, bennies and poppers and reds and blues. Yeah, yeah, and all the stuff. And so they didn't know what was happening they to them. they were going to be movie stars. They did this because they, yeah, this yeah. was their only way they could get in. So sad. So. Uh-huh. By the way, spoiler alert, that girl, I think girl 33, survived. And she actually talks in that documentary. Oh, okay. Well, then she didn't die. She... Oh, uh, did she die? Is she talking as a ghost? Or am I confusing it with the Buddy Page documentary? I don't Good know. Lord. I'm all over the place. <laughs> now I'm not sure. I love it. I'm never feeding you before an episode. <laughs> <laughs> you're, so, you're so much better in an empty stomach. I really am. I don't know things. Um, just so you know, the Chateau uh, was kind of a perfect co-conspirator co-conspirator they kind of liked this sort of bad behavior 
place to the stars. Yeah. There's something interesting. Well, I mean, I don't know if you saw like Um, hotel managers from the twenties and thirties and they had all the porn stashes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Nudge, nudge, say no more. Yeah. Well, here's something that I found out, which I did not know about before. Um, and I was about to tell you, I've been there, but then I didn't want you to like make me sound really bougie. <laughs> I go there all the time. Shut up. Um, anyway, there's a bunch of secret secret tunnels. <gasps> cool. Underneath the apartments and suites. Nice. Yeah. So. Oh my god. So like peepholes and like. Well, I don't think there's peepholes, but you can go. I think they might be closed off now. But there were tunnels connecting suites and rooms. Uh-huh. And so let's say. Uh, as they maybe did, Clark Gable could uh, uh, check into one room, and Rita Hayworth could check into another room, and then they could go into their tunnel and be together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So. Um, Can I say this? No. Um, I was recently <laughs> using a ladies' room, a public restroom, and there was a hole in the wall. Ooh, did you just like, stick your dick through it? It was too high. I couldn't. <laughs> That's my favorite response. No else. Like, one, it was too high. Second reason, I don't have a dick. <laughs> First, but... just logistics. I was like, how does this work? Had but, I, I would have. But the best part was that, like, it looked like a perfect peephole. Um, I thought you were going to say peephole. <laughs> I had to correct myself because I almost did. Uh, but it was actually coming from the other stall, like the other ladies' room stall. Did someone put their dick in it? I, it was too high, man. Like, it doesn't work. How high was it? I mean, unless they're standing, even if they're standing in the toilet. Oh. Like, I don't know what kind of, like, they'd have to put, like, a step ladder on the toilet, and then you're falling into the toilet and making a too mess. Too much effort. Too much work. Just knock on the thing and be like, do you want to make out my Ford? Right. But it was good. Make out my Ford. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, like, looking at it. That would be so nice in Wisconsin if you'd be so like, thank you for showing me your genitals. They're far too high. Would you like to make out my Ford? <laughs> Why are they on their your forehead? And why does this happen at Marsh Cheese Castle? What a perverted place. Um, that may or may not have been the public restroom that I was in. Right? And so many goes there. Just wait until we do our Marsh Cheese Castle episode. Uh, wait, so did you have sex in that bathroom? Uh... No. <laughs> what was the point of this story? I was just in. I, we, we were thinking about. We were talking about peepholes. Oh, tunnels. No. Well, and I made the peephole comment, and it made me think of how I saw that hole, and I was like, "Is that a peephole?" But that doesn't make sense because it's coming from the other stall. Like normally, it would be from a different room. Yeah. And so I just kind of was laughing to myself, thinking whoever's put that in there is doing this completely wrong and doesn't understand how it works. Incredibly tall, like Shelly from Hemlock Grove. Oh, Shelly. <laughs> <laughs> we have to move on. Uh, okay. Are you still watching that? Fuck, Stop. It gets bad. No. no. Um, anyway, in these uh, tunnels, mm-hmm. there is actually, uh, let's see, there was a secret tunnel to a club called Players. You could take a tunnel <laughs> to, a cub, to a club called Players. Okay. Yeah. Be, for your for your totally legitimate poker playing, right? 
Yeah, it was. You're like honest, like game intramural softball yeah. team. Just a couple of beers at players. Cool. I've been to that bar. Only, it's a sports only taking the tunnel for funsies. I'm pretty sure there's actually a sports bar in Chicago called Players. I'm pretty sure. And I've been there. Really? Why? You know why not? Because you've been to every bar. Not true. Most most. <laughs> there's of them. three more you have to go to. One's in Greektown, and you don't go there. I actually. Sometimes I do. I know. You don't know. Uh, Mr. Greeks is incredible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, cool. Just so you just, <laughs> just so you know, no, that's fine. Um, just so you know, Chateau Marmont uh, looks like a gothic fort. Still does. Um, because of its residential residential past, it actually had um, incredibly thick walls, um, discreet entry, um, which meant that you, once you're in your room, you could get away with anything. Murder. Murder, in fact, if you wanted to. <laughs> da, 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 da. Um, you know, like, sometimes if you're, I don't know, if you're staying at the Hilton Garden Inn, you can hear somebody else watching um, MSNBC, and you're yeah. like, okay, Rachel Maddow, time for, you know. Quit whatever. that racket. <laughs> Knock it off. <laughs> hey in there. I'm more of a Chris Hayes guy. I was I was uh, in a hotel last weekend with a Chris Hayes guy. He comes on before. I know. <laughs> I was Same in a hotel things. last weekend, and when I get ready, uh, I listen to podcasts. Like, what? What are those? I don't know. Um, and I had last podcast on the left playing quite loudly so I could hear it through the shower noise. Uh, did someone bang on your door? No, but it was 5 a.m., and those boys get a little vulgar. And uh, I had that moment where I was in the shower, and I actually, like, stuck my hand out and just paused it. Did you die from electrocution? I didn't. That's good. Good thing about cell phones. <laughs> they don't have electricity. Well. <laughs> <laughs> when Beyonce's Lemonade came out, I played it so loud at every hotel in the shower. <laughs> did they Did they bang on your? They fucking yes did. Were they? They, were, they banged oh, in time. Oh, good. So okay. I think they were enjoying it. Good. It's like that little girl that I was talking about from the Enfield pol- Poltergeist. That's why she was banging in the, with the broom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She was rocking out to Beyonce in yeah. 1977. <laughs> well, that's about resonant energy. Beyonce now transcends mm-hmm. time and space. True. Yeah. She's like a shadow person. Exactly. Okay. So, anyway, um, because of all this stuff, uh, because this, the staff was highly protective, uh, protective they treated the, the guests there like family. Um, you, you could kind of do anything you wanted to. Um, lots of sexual outsiders, AKA homo SULs. Um, oh. yeah, they were accepted there and there were a lot of homo SUL parties there. What? Yeah. And they were okay. Were they in the tunnel, tunnel parties? I mean, listen, <laughs> it was the 1930s. Um, no, but of course. I'm trying right? to think. So they would enter maybe a room with their wife, go down to the tunnel, and then have a... Wife in air quotes. Yeah. Beard. And then have a, a gay old time. Gay old... And that's where at, the term gay old times originated from. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> Tuesday nights, gay nights of players. <laughs> wink, wink, nod, nod, turn your hat to the side. But what do they call them then? Like fruits or, uh... The men? Yeah, like, well, they didn't say gay. They didn't refer to them as gays. Uh, I don't... Was dandies? It? Dandies. Tuesday night is dandy night. Dandy night. Dandy night at players. I'm good at dandy night. I'm totally good at dandy night. Um, you would run dandy night. Oh my god, I would own it. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, okay, before we move on from dandy night, uh, Harry Cohn, 
who was the head of Columbia Pictures, once told William Holden and Glenn Ford, quote, if you must get in trouble, do it at the Chateau Marmont. Of course. Yep. So whatever your peccadillo, you got to do it there. <laughs> I'm going to talk about, through a whole bunch of people. Uh, just guys. Um, let's talk about Errol Flynn. Do you guys remember Errol Flynn? Yeah. Strapping hot. Mm-hmm. Um, he. <clears throat> he was a silent film actor who made his, right? And he started in silent films and made his way into talkies? Or he was, did, yeah. Okay. He was Robin Hood. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. He played a lot of pirates, like Dash. Yeah, I can pic- I'm picturing him. I just am re- trying to remember. He looked a lot. I think they based Carrie Elway's Princess Bride look on Errol Flynn. I was just going to say, like, yeah. they have very similar features. He was he was, he was, was a piece, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. Um, anywho, um, he uh, got married three times in very quick succession. Mm-hmm. Right? So he would, like, marry and divorce and marry and divorce. Um, he also dated Marlene Dietrich. Oh. Which is interesting, because yeah. she might have been a dandy herself. Really? I didn't know that about her. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but the biggest thing about Errol Flynn and why he's mm-hmm. famous at the Chateau Marmont is he would always have a series of underage Ladies with him. Oh. Ladies, the wrong word. But he was super into the young, uh, young, girls. young girls crowd. That's really that was his thing. Disgusting. So so he, what you're saying, is a pedophile. Was a pedophile. Yes. Okay. Now we would definitely consider him that at the time. He would have he to likes, introduce himself to all of his neighbors. He like, is what he, you're saying. Yeah. He liked the 13 through 16 year old. Ugh. That was his jam. He was the Roman Polanski of his time. Yep. Gross. As was the Jack Nicholson, the Roman Polanski. I, I am aware. People forget that Jack Nicholson oh. was there in the hot tub. I never forget. I don't either. I also, was, uh, uh, perhaps a person who was newly elected has ridden on some airplanes with a person who is in prison for having that Sky High Club. Jeffrey Epstein? Thank you. That's his name. President Jeffrey Epstein? No, but a good friend of his. <laughs> President Roman Polanski? Nope. President Woody Allen? Nope. Oh, so many. The list oh continues. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so um, gross. It's terrible. She didn't really do anything there, but I just like saying her name. Greta Garbo stayed there for a really long time. Oh, she's nice. She's she nice. Yeah. She was very secretive and seclusive. She mm-hmm. didn't want anyone to fuck with her. I want to be alone. She's really just like doing lines and lines of coke. Oh my god, I hope so. And playing <laughs> so much Tetris. Just so you guys know, Greta Garbo invented Tetris. Did she really? At the Chateau Marmont. No. Oh. No. <laughs> I was like, what? Now, I would never, never. She just, like, mo- kept moving her room. Never drugs. And- but if one were to do a bunch of cocaine, the thing they would probably want to do is play tons of Tetris. <laughs> By moving, like, all of the furniture in your room around and no. making it fit together. That's, like, life-size Tetris. <laughs> that is. I wasn't even thinking. Um, That's what Greta Garbo did. IRL Tetris. I'm going to need to put this over here. Uh, Boris Karloff. You guys remember Boris Karloff? I'm a big fan. Yeah. Big fan. Uh, Vampire. Mm. He was in, um, the Ed Wood movie. He was. Boris Boris Karloff actually played Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. Um, but he was also, and then he, um, 
teamed they were, up. They were like doing a remake of Nosferatu. He he and Bella he and Bella Lugosi became very good friends. Oh, Bella Lugosi. So You're thinking of Bella Lugosi. But actually, uh, Boris Karloff also is featured in Adblood. Yeah. And was part of the Planet Plan Nine from Outer Space. Planet, yep, that's it. Um, but yeah, Bell, Boris Karloff was Frankenstein or Frankenstein's monster. Bella Lugosi was Dracula. I got it. Lon Chaney uh, was the Wolfman. You're, You're welcome. So smart. You're welcome, everybody. Lon Chaney is uh, Dick Cheney's lesbian daughter. Close. Close. <laughs> that's, that's actually that's Lynn Dick Cheney named Lynn. For, no, he didn't. <laughs> this wanted, baby looks like a wolf child. I just I'm just kidding, Lynn Cheney. You're fine. Oh it's your, I don't know anything about you. It's your sister we, who is questionable. We don't like her? No, her sister's terrible. Oh. What's her name? I don't remember. Something Cheney. Or as Chris, Matthew, Chris Matthews would say, it's Cheney. It's Cheney. Is it really Cheney? I don't know. Chris Matthews makes me crazy. Yeah, he does me too. Um, <laughs> okay, we're moving on. Okay. Well, we're not. We're, going we're talking about MSNBC so much. Yeah. <laughs> Did we ever tell the people we were traveling somewhere, I think, and you and I heard a voice from the other room, <laughs> and both of us turned to each other and knew it was Eugene. <gasps> Eugene Robinson. Robinson. And we were so excited about him. <laughs> I was like, ugh, Eugene's on the television. And you're like, Eugene. And then we both looked at each other and we're like, God, we know way too many MSNBC. But we love Eugene Robinson. I love Eugene Robinson. I know. He's so good. But he was not making a point I liked. No. I mean, we can't always agree with him. Listen, Gene. But he has such a, he has such he has a distinguishable, yeah. yeah. Distinctive Distinctive voice. is what. If you don't know what we're talking about, that's okay. Because we're going to talk about Boris Karloff. <laughs> Uh, he actually lived at the Chateau for years. Really? Um, when he lived there, <clears throat> he reported a ghost woman hovering over his bed. Oh. Several times. She might have been engaging in what we have been calling... Spectrophilia. That's right. Oh, Boris. Mm-hmm. Boris Kar- Karloff also said that this woman turned his faucets on and off. <laughs> So she's trying to drown him. How scary. <laughs> she was like, I know you have those electrical bolts in your oh, neck, Frankenstein's God. monster. She's trying to electrocute him. That's the weirdest thing about ghost stories is like, in if you've ever experienced one, they are the most terrifying thing in the world. And then when you say them out loud, like, I'm like, Boris Karloff thought the faucets were turning on and off. What a poon. But if that happened right now, I'd be like, yeah, oh God. Right. But the reality was yeah, that. Lynn Cheney's a t- <laughs> the reality is that he was high on opium and just kept playing with water. Yeah, girl. He didn't do well later on in life. But anyway, we're moving on to Howard yeah. Hughes. Oh. The. The. Who also didn't do well later in life. He did not. <laughs> uh, this is interesting. Uh, Howard Hughes lived at the Chateau for three years in 1950. Okay. <clears throat> he stayed in room 64, uh, which was a two-bedroom penthouse. And it had a perfect view for spying on the starlets lounging at the pool. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, would look at them all day as they sunbathed and swam. And then he would uh, go uh, down there and call his favorites uh Back to his room for private auditions. Ugh. Right? God. They must have gotten so many parts. 
So, all of the parts. Yeah. Well, uh, they got one specifically. Anyway, uh, the joke. Meaning they took parts of his airplane. Here, you take this part. I know, I bet they got his dick. I got it. I know. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, Anyway, (laughs) there was a big joke among the staff and other people who knew Howard Hughes, who was being a big weirdo at that time, um, that if he were actually casting a movie, it would have been a huge cast. (laughs) (laughs) Because he did this basically like every day. Several women. Listen, hey, people are gross. I mean, I'm. We say this all the time. We're very sex positive. Um, it's more the. It's just the trickery and deceit and bullshit. It's exactly. It's 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 subjectifying these women and putting them in awkward positions and making them feel that they have to. Well, they really believed it. I mean, so many of these people were like, "Hey, seeds off the bus from Indiana, right. going to Hollywood with a dream." Mm-hmm. And then you meet Howard. You meet Howard fucking Hughes. I mean, and then he's like, "Come up to my." Come right. up to my um, hotel room for an audition. I'm going to make you a star. Yeah, you're going to go, and then right. he's going to give you stuff and whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm, if I was one of those girls coming fresh off the bus from Wisconsin... I would go. I would totally do it, yeah. and I would be like, okay, Mr. Hughes, whatever you say. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then he would have had to go back to Wisconsin with his baby. Right, and my life would have been ruined. Sure. And you would have had to work at that cannery factory. Mm-hmm. Yes. All, all true. <laughs> uh, the, the corn cannery factory. I would have had to... Right. The cheese. I would have had to shuck all of the corn. Um, hey, I don't know. F. Scott Fitzgerald. Yes. You know him? I'm familiar, yes. Great Gatsby? Yeah. Oh, he's the one. Yeah. Well, he's not the great, great Gatsby, but... He, but he wrote the book. He wrote it. Mm-hmm. Uh... He had a heart attack and died at the Chateau. Did he really? Why did I think? I thought that he died in New York for some reason. Maybe or, he died in New York. No, but you're just saying. I mean, as far as I can tell, he had a heart attack and died at the Chateau. Well, and he spent a lot of time in France, In too. the late 1930s. Oh, interesting. That's where he crossed. So he's hanging out there. He might be. What's his wife's name? Zelda. 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 Often, I actually should do something about Zelda because the way I feel about Molly Todd, she's always portrayed as being crazy, and I don't know how much that's true. I don't think that's true. Zelda was also very witchy. We're doing a Zelda. We're doing a Zelda because Zelda was really into doing seances, and um, I, I think I'm, I, I might I'm, I may be wrong, but I'm pretty positive that she was very much into like that world and the spiritualism universe. Um, so also, I think hey, that- if, if I got it wrong about F. Scott Fitzgerald, I will make a correction on the Facebook. According to my notes, he had a heart attack and died. No, I'm, I totally believe you. Um, hey, you want to know somebody? I do. Uh, Gene Harlow and Clark Gable. <gasps> oh, I yeah. love Gene Harlow. They were fucking doing it. Yep. Yeah, I knew that. Uh, just so you know, Gene Harlow... Uh, I, I, I didn't know this story. Um, Jean Harlow was supposed to be on her honeymoon with cinematographer Harold Rawson, who mm-hmm. was her third husband, okay? And instead of going That's on That's so scandalous for that time, too. Yeah, wait, wait, it gets worse. Instead of going on her honeymoon, she went to the Chateau Marmont with Clark Gable. <laughs> Were they shacked up for weeks effing? Interesting. Or not. Or not. I mean, maybe they were 
doing real life Tetris with Craig Garbo. <laughs> <laughs> they were just having like naked arm I mean, wrestling. Yeah, and... they went to the players club. You know yeah, what? Right. I just really like to order room service. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> By the way, after her uh, affair with Clark Gable ended, um, Jean Harlow would leave a message at the front desk uh, saying, gone fishing, uh, when she went on the hunt, uh, for men to bed. So they knew that she would have someone coming home with her. Good for her. Right. That was her, that was her version of the, uh, tie on the door. Yeah. So the Chateau folks would be like, cool. Jean's gone fishing. Better put, uh, champagne oysters and condoms in her room. You know, okay. So I don't condone cheating on your significant other Meh. or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, well, I don't. I Seriously, I'm kidding. But, I'm but, opening but, a beer and just but, laughing. Uh, I, I know you don't. Uh, <laughs> but I will say this. Good for Jean Harlow being a, a woman in this time. And she was a very, like, she's kind of known for being... Um, she was like the first blonde bombshell. She, she was the first blonde, blonde bombshell, but she's very smart and she's assertive and she kind of was able to like really like get what she wanted out of her situation, like as much as she could have. And according to this, yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. Uh-huh. So she wasn't like, while well, all these other women, and I'm sure she had to like do some uncomfortable things to get to where she was, mm-hmm. but good for her to turn that around and be like, I'm a lady. I don't have to like listen to this man. I don't have to like. I can bring home whoever the fuck I want. Yeah, and that's Gone awesome. Fishing. Gone fishing. Good uh, for her. Since we did say that uh, uh, Beyonce transcends time and space. Yes. Um, Jean Harlow fits into the lemonade category of things. She does. I don't know what that means, um, but I'm going to agree with you. I know you, I went we, to we went to the concert. I went together. to that concert with you, but I didn't know there was a message. There was a message. I'm kidding. <laughs> Oh my god, I just got so angry with you. <laughs> I paid attention to all of the things that were happening. Um, I saw Beyonce like one and a half times this year. I know. <laughs> You're so mad at me <laughs> right so now. I'm so mad at you right now. I'm really, I just can't. <laughs> you guys, the tension in the room just became very palpable. <laughs> I'm just drinking Noelle so much. Heidi behind her vine. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, Elizabeth Taylor. Okay. The. Yes. And Montgomery Cliffs. <gasps> okay. Now you know that he got in that very serious accident, don't mm-hmm. you? Yes. Yeah. And they were best friends. Him and Liz Taylor? Yeah. Did okay. you know? I did not. Actually, they were in Suddenly Last Summer together. Yes. And he, his face was never shown because he got in that bad accident. That, that I knew. They were in that car Or he was in that car accident. Right. Which might have been a suicide attempt. Really? But anyway, she helped to... If not save him, like, she was the one who, like, nurse baited him. Oh, I, I had no idea. Yeah. I know that he's mentioned in a Clash, the Clash song. Well, he <laughs> was basically, like, the hottest man in Hollywood. Right. But also, G-A-Y. So you think that, hence the suicide, alleged yes. potential suicide? Uh, a folklore, folklore goes... That maybe he was caught with a boyfriend or he was caught with another Hollywood type. Um, <clears throat> they were worried and he drove into mayhaps. Was it a, was he driving around a cur? I can't remember what it was. Okay. But anyway, she, uh, so anyway, he was involved in that nearly fatal car accident. Right. 
And he was saved by none other than Elizabeth Taylor. She's dead now, right? She is dead. Okay. Um, this, I think, she, uh, yes. She died maybe in 2011. Yeah, that sounds right. She died after Michael Jackson. Yes. Who died in 2009. That's right. Um, anyway, <clears throat> the story goes. Michael Jackson died in 2009? Yep. Oh, man. That seems so long ago. Yep. This, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. I don't it. know. That's all. I don't. Uh, controversial. I don't get upset about Michael Jackson. I'm not upset about it either. It just the the time. The time seems long. Right. Okay. I'm okay. Meaning those kids are so old now. Yes. Blanket, if you're listening. Hi. Hey. Sorry, your name's <laughs> Blanket. And you know. <laughs> Wait, is Blanket really Paris? Though? Stay in school. Paris Jackson is Blanket. Um. Uh. No. Blanket. I don't have any like equipment in front of me. The oldest is Prince Michael. Then it is the girl, and I can't remember her name. And then Blanket's name is Prince Michael the Second. Oh, I'm so. so I think he George Foreman them, which is why they why he's called Blanket. Okay, I'm gonna keep moving because we're still talking about Elizabeth Taylor and Montgomery Clift uh, after his accident. She pulled a tooth out of his tongue when he started to choke on it. And she nursed him back and uh, she nursed him back to health inside the walls of the Chateau Marmont. Good for her. Uh-huh. Pulling that tooth out. You want to hear about Rebel Without a Cause? James Dean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's two things. One, okay. one you're not really going to care about. The other one you're going to hate. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me that. Yay. Okay. So. Uh, James Dean in 1955, uh, in order to impress the director, Nicholas Ray, and prove that he was macho, you know he was gay too, right? Yeah. Okay. In order to prove that he was macho enough for this role, he jumped through a window at the Chateau Marmont for an audition. That sounds really stupid. Fucking stupid as hell. That's a mistake. Yeah. But he got the role. Well. There you go. Okay. Okay, so Natalie Wood uh, actually lived with the director of Rebel Without a Cause, Nicholas Ray, at the Chateau Marmont. Now, how old do you think Wood was? I just, like, that's the first thing I kept thinking about, was that she had to have been, like, 14 years old. She was 16. Ugh, God. She was 16. And uh, her director boyfriend was 44. Yeah. Why was she living And here's the fucked up thing. She could... Oh, Can I tell you this really oh fucked up God. thing? This is the part that actually really annoyed me the most. Um, and yes, their age difference is disgusting, 16 and 44. But this is a factoid that I found out that even though Natalie Wood was shacking up with Nicholas Ray, she still had to do a screen test. What the fuck? Right? Ugh. She still she still had to work real hard to get that movie. That's um, terrible. Do you think her parents supported that, or she just... I think she had a terrible upbringing. I think she had a terrible life, and then Robert Wagner killed her on that boat with he, Christopher Walken. Yeah. Walken. You were Sue there. Me. You were there. I mean, don't. Like, I think he was, I think Christopher Walken was too drunk. He didn't hey, know what was going on. Hey, Blanket, if you're listening, tell them not to stay <laughs> Because Blake and Jackson knows them. 
<laughs> I would assume Blanket Jackson knows everybody. She says he's a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could run a commercial right now so we could stop laughing. Oh, shit. Nope. Uh, you know Sharon Tate? Yeah, I sure do. The murdered man. Manson family, blah, blah, blah. Right. And, well, and Charlie Manson was recently, um, he's 82. Yeah. And he was recently released from prison. What? Into, into, not released from prison, but he oh. actually, his health is so poor, oh. um, he was released into a, a hospital and he's in critical care. So, actually, by the time we let, release this, he, he could either be back in prison or he could be dead. Good. Fuck that guy. Uh, indeed. Yeah. Um... Sharon Tate and her husband, of at the time, Roman Polanski, uh, they lived there at the Chateau mm-hmm. uh, in 1968. Knowing what we know about Roman Polanski, he probably got up to no good there. Yes. Just saying. Um, if you don't know about Roman, Roman Polanski, aside from the unfortunate death of his wife and child, Google it. Yeah. <laughs> Google it. Um, you're not going to like it. That's terrible. Yep. Okay, we're going to talk about the doors. You know the doors? Yeah. The band? I I like that you're asking me if I know. I know. I'm seriously <laughs> I'm unfamiliar with all these people yeah. that you're referencing. <laughs> Jim Morrison <laughs> lived there in the 1970s. Therefore, the hotel was a location for Oliver Stone's movie called... Uh, the Doors. Yeah, it was called The Doors. <laughs> Actually, I did think about it for a minute. Is it a different name? Nope. Uh, starring, they could have been like leather pants or <laughs> slightly hairy chest. Starring Meg Ryan and hair that was appropriate for the seventies. Jim Morrison had really really nice hair. Okay. He is a very attractive man. Yes, he is. He's a very sexy. He was a very yeah. sexy man with beautiful hair. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I don't know what you. It was a long time ago. If he walked, if if a guy. In 2017, walked into a room with that kind of hair, I'd be like, "Have you thought about a man bun?" Or oh no, I would be back? no, I'd be all for it. Okay. Down, down and wavy. Down and wavy. Yeah. I don't know. Do it. Okay, Jim Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jim Morrison had such a beautiful singing voice, Noel. But did you also know that he liked his uh, little drugs and alcohol? No. He did. No. No, I'm serious. He... I won't believe it. No, you might want to check out the movie The Doors. (laughs) (laughs) Starring Meg Ryan. Sorry. (laughs) Starring Meg Ryan. Anywho, uh, yeah, he he had a little uh, uh, booze and drug-ish. So... (laughs) Unbelievable. Yeah. Actually, two times he almost died at the Chateau Marmont, where he Mm -hmm. lived. He... Got locked out of his room, <laughs> and he jumped um, oh. from, uh, he tried to jump from um, one terrace to another, and he fell down. Oh, my God. Uh, but he was so high that he walked away. I have a very good friend. Can I do my one more before we talk about your friend? Yeah. Just to finish with the Jim Morrison. Right. Uh, the next time he almost died at the Chateau Marmont. He, for some reason, was on a drain pipe, mm-hmm. <laughs> as one does, uh, and he he was using that drain pipe to try to uh, swing into his balcony. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a very good friend who you know, I'm not going to say his name, but he reminds me. Randy. Nope. 
Colin. Uh, stop. Cheddar. Nailed it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Cheddar has really wavy hair. Uh, he, he, it's beautiful, flowing, wavy hair. Uh-huh. Uh, he, in college, reminded me so much of um, Jim Morrison, and I could totally see him doing all of these things. Mm-hmm. So that's all I'm picturing now is this person doing this. And he's prob- he could possibly be listening to this right now. And- hey, Cheddar. <laughs> You drug out potty. By the way, you are forever now known as Cheddar. <laughs> Cheddar's famous. Does he know Blanket? Actually, yes. He's a Hollywood type. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know the Led Zeppelin? Um, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, John Bonham, who was the drummer who died. He died. Yeah, he died. Yeah. You guys remember that? Drugs. Died. Drugs. Alcohol. Mm-hmm. Young. All the things. All the things. Uh, he... Oh, shit. Fuck. He... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> rode his motorcycle through the lobby of uh, uh, Chateau Marmont. It's a dream of mine. Yeah. Um, I have to get to somebody really big, uh, and then I'm just going to whip through some stuff. Okay. The most famous person who died at the Chateau Marmont is... John Belushi. Oh! Yeah. He died of a drug overdose in Bungalow 3 on March 5th, 1982. Can you tell the story real quick of the guy that we met at the bar that night late who told the story about meeting John Belushi? That guy that was, like, so crazy and full of shit and, like... Yeah, that weirdo? Yeah, but he ended up being, like, totally legit because we, like, looked him up. But he was oh, a yeah, photographer. Right. It was so weird. He was, like, so, like, misogynistic and terrible. Yeah. But he... At that weirdo bar. Yeah. Yeah. We were at a late night bar. It was weird. It was many years ago. Um, and this guy told this wonderful story about meeting John Belushi and being a photographer. And That's right. he told, like, all the drugs and all this stuff. Like, some hotel in Chicago. I can't remember which yeah. one it was. And didn't he do, like, a thing in a bathtub where... He's, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I don't remember the whole story. I thought you You're welcome, be... the world, for all, for that wonderful story. <laughs> <laughs> remember how we met that guy who knew him? Yeah, <laughs> that was a terrible story. I'm sorry. Please continue. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he died of a heroin and cocaine overdose in 1982. You might know that as a speedball. Mm-hmm. I certainly do. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, uh, two stories about John Belushi. Um, after his death, a second medium um, was trying to uh, make contact with him. Um. When she made contact with the spirit of John Belushi, um, he did not know he was dead. He was very surprised and was very upset that he did, he had not crossed over into the light. Oh, that's interesting. So that was that was. Did she help him cross over? Didn't say. I doubt it because I, I I mean I don't know. He just wants to keep partying partying at the Chateau Marmont. Thank you for saying that because I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the other story um, happened um, in 1999. This was in Bungalow 3, where you remember he died. Um, so sad. There was a family who was living there um, when their their house was being remodeled, and they had a two-year-old son, and he would often be found giggling by himself and hanging out by himself and talking to someone. And uh, his mother would always say, what are you doing? And he says, I'm laughing with the funny man. I'm with my friend, the funny man. Um, uh, 
the boy would often say uh, to his mother that the funny man would wake him up so they could play and that he would make him laugh. Oh, that's amazing. Anyway, um, the mother was flipping through like a celebrity magazine and uh, the boy came right up and just pointed to a picture of John Belushi and he said, that's my friend. Oh my God. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Oh, so that's a, that's a haunting, a confirmed haunting. I'm, I really hope that he kept his jokes clean with the boy. Well, <laughs> I just watched Animal House recently. Right? It's on think, Netflix. It's yeah. a little... All right. Now, you guys, I'm sorry I'm going to keep you for just a little bit because i got a few things to say. This is important. This is important. So I'm going to whip through these. Guys, there's the band called the Eagles. Now, all I hate them. They're the worst. But the chef... They're not the, the worst. We're just... Eh. No. Like, the worst would have to be, like, fucking Nickelback or... Yeah. Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. I don't like Chicago. Totally. Yeah. No, you're right about that. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, Chateau Marmont is the Hotel California. Oh. Just so you know. Um, kind of makes sense now. There was uh, an actual, uh, of course, there were tons of deaths there, but another famous death there uh, of Helmut Newton. Um, he was a photographer. Helmut. Helmut Newton. <laughs> he lived at the hotel. He lost control of his Cadillac. And he crashed into the driveway wall. He was killed. Uh, this is on January 23rd, 2004. So this man actually oh, killed himself in the uh, hotel parking lot. Wait, did he kill himself or he actually lost control of his Cadillac? Sorry. says Sorry. Lost control of his Cadillac. Killed. Okay. Yeah. Drugs? Um, Do we know? Probably. Okay. But I don't know. All right. I don't know. Do you guys know uh, a little singer called Britney Spears? I, I might. Yeah. She, uh, when she was in the middle of her psychotic breakdown, <laughs> she was thrown out of the Chateau Marmont. Interesting. Yep. Um, oh, she, baby, like baby. After she shaved her head and did all that crazy shit. Right. She went to the Chateau Marmont. Obviously, there were people looking at her and gawking at her. Mm-hmm. And while she was eating, she took... Uh, all the food on her plate and smeared it on her face. Oh, no. Uh, probably just trying to get attention. I mean, probably just to be like, fuck you, don't look at me, whatever. Let me say this. I know you're trying to, like, get through this quickly, but I'm going to take some time explaining why I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, no, but what an amazing comeback she had. Yeah, no shit. Good for her. Because she definitely hit bottom, and then she bounced back. Yeah. Pretty quickly, and and say what you will about Britney Spears. Like, in, in no way am I, I would call myself a fan, but I definitely have some respect for her to be able to bring herself back up. She has I like this, her better than Chicago. I like her better than Chicago. She has this uh, <laughs> resident show in, in, in Vegas. Vegas. Like, she's making so much money. She's on one of those talent I shows. Mean, she's on The Voice. Yeah, she's on one of those. Um, or maybe Miley Cyrus took her place. Any Google doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't matter. But, but what a bounce back. Because Incredible. she remember she like married her high school sweetheart in Vegas. She like yeah, they, and they got annulled like the next day. Seven days later, and she, she married that other dude. Had kids. Yeah, Kevin Federline stuff. Like All that, that stuff, and then she shaved her head and like ha- like definitely had bottom. And then anyway, she just smeared her. food on her face and they threw her the fuck out. Well, you know, <laughs> she was being that's how the chateau roll. Was she screw like as they were carrying her out? Was she shouting like I was being artistic? Um, this is art. No, I doubt it. I bet she was just singing. 
Oh, baby, baby. <laughs> she was trying to sing something from the new album, but everyone was like, we don't know that one. Sing a hit. You're toxic. Da, da, da. I don't know the words. You were pretty close. You're toxic tongue slipping out there. Hey, do you know Dennis? Do you know the words? I know everything. How, good, of, how good are you? I got Britney Spears on me. <laughs> do you know Dennis Hopper? Oh, man. Dennis Hopper. I just watched Speed. I referenced it earlier. Well, he threw orgies at the show. <laughs> <laughs> and Noel, oh. you're O. Dennis Hopper. He had a very tragic end of his life. Sure. He would have over 50 women <laughs> and just Willing, though. Willing. Yeah. Participants. And just so, just so we're feeling sad for old Dennis Hopper, he recorded all of it. <laughs> Those two snorts for, hop- uh, for the hopper. He anyway. had a very sad end of his life. Yeah, and eventually, <laughs> this is what I found. He he finally got too old and not famous enough to have that many people at his orgies. Apparently, they came in less numbers, and so instead of having sex, he just showed the videos. <laughs> He's kind of like that's kind of like a like um Corey Feldman. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Except Hopper, I feel like, had a resurgence. Sure. Like, he, he started off high. Yep. Like, he did... Literally high. Like, he did. Like he In did, the motorcycle movie with Peter Fonda. He did the... the yeah, thank you. I and remember. he did the whole thing fucked up in New Orleans. Yeah, he did... Easy all, Rider. Easy Rider. He started out there, and then he did Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, oh, which is an excellent movie. I doubt that. It's an excellent movie. Okay. So that was, like, low point. But then he came back up and did Speed. <laughs> <laughs> Critically acclaimed. But then he went back down again and did like this. Um, uh, oh, yeah, I remember Blue Velvet. I actually but was at his um, 50th birthday party in Nice. What? How? Because it's a very long story, but I was in Con. And. <laughs> <laughs> remember before when you were saying. Dude, don't. It just happened. I know, it just happened for you. And well, I'm, listen, really ex- I'm really happy so that you were there. I was in Con, and Dennis Hopper was there, and he was having a 50th birthday, and he was allowing, and he looked very nice that day, and he was allowing young women, and I was very young, to get on his boat and celebrate his birthday. Were you old enough? I was, tr- I just turned 21. Okay, so yeah. that's good. That's I was old enough. Uh-huh. Hopper. <laughs> his- so when I, when I had that seventh son, I knew what I was doing. I feel like the last movie he did before he died was this terrible um, George Romero movie called Land of the Dead where zombies actually talked. And that's when I was like, George Romero, you failed me. Sure. Um, and I had de- sex with him at Dennis Hopper's uh, 50th birthday party. Did his big glasses get in the way? No, yeah, it totally did. Uh, I actually put them on. <laughs> he like had really bad, like he was had a painful cancer death. George Romero? No, George Romero, I believe, is still alive. Dennis oh. Hopper. It's okay. Well, he had sex with 50 women often. So, good for him. Okay, so we, as as they were willing. we have to make sure that the people get out of here. And I know we're a little bit over time, but you guys have to hear this stuff. Do you know Johnny Depp? <laughs> nope. He's new. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Um, uh, just, I just think this is crazy. So, Johnny Depp and Kate Moss... Yes, to live at the uh, oh, right. Chateau Marmont. They were an item. Yeah. They used to have wild parties. Mm-hmm. And this is a quote. Wild lovemaking would ensue. <laughs> Between <laughs> them or others? All, everybody. Anybody. Okay. And according to Johnny, 
they had sex in every single room in the hotel. And if you remember from the uh, first part of this, that was 63 rooms. So, Sorry about the clapping, but you know, we gotta do you it. Gotta clap, you right? gotta clap. Kate Moss and Johnny Depp had sex in every single room in the hotel. Well, and by the way, it's sixty-three rooms. It doesn't mean sixty-three times. No, they could have made that circuit several times. Un oh, unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it's really not unbelievable, but I'm just proud. You I'm know, happy. Billy Idol. <laughs> He's so dirty. Yeah. Uh, uh, He's from that band, Generation in, X. Yeah, he is. In the <laughs> 80s, he smashed up his uh, Marmont uh, bungalow, and he <laughs> stood naked on the balcony, and the police came. <laughs> I'm fucking Billy Idol. Yeah, he just stood there fucking naked. <laughs> Look at me. Yeah. And I, you know what? If I heard the sirens, I might go in and put on a thong or a robe. Tell them what you're doing. I'm waving my arms around <laughs> out of my penis <laughs> like I'm busy fucking idol. I'm afraid of your wine. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. Well, <laughs> when it gets on my white couch, I'm comfortable. <laughs> right next to my laptop. It's fine. Do you know Courtney Love? No, I don't personally know her. Okay, well, um, is this because, I feel like you're asking me this because of a previous conversation when you were talking about my friend who was like, I know of them. <laughs> Maybe. But really, really what she means to say is, I I know what you're telling me about. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, listen, you guys, um, Courtney Love was uh, a very put together young lady. <laughs> Just <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Courtney Love did a lot of fucking drugs. And She's alcohol, a hot fucking mess. Right? Yeah. But I love her, and you can't take that away from me. Even if... No, I don't... I, this is actually... I think she killed Kurt, Kurt Cobain. I will. That's for another episode, and I fully disagree. And so I don't know if I love her, but I, I kind of like Hole. How is she going to kill him? Oh, she paid somebody to do it. Maybe. I love Hole. I love Hole, but... <laughs> <laughs> I hope somebody totally out of context just takes that pull quote. <laughs> And just makes it sound like we're the weirdest podcast. <laughs> okay, wait. But this is actually really sad. Um, Peach is Geldof. He yeah, might know from this is so sad. Yeah. yeah. So she died. Uh, Not too long ago. Yeah, she died in 2014. Yeah. Um, Did she it was, OD or? Yes. Heroin, right? Don't know. Okay. I couldn't remember but, if it was suicide. Uh, Courtney Love and it was. But also drugs. Both. Okay. Um, Courtney Love and Peaches Gelder are four friends. I wonder what they had in common. Drugs, 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 drugs. Um, anyway, sorry, Peaches. Um, Courtney Love in 2010, when totally she was clean now at the Chateau Marmont, she kicked Peaches out of her hotel room. Wait, because Peaches was more of a mess than Courtney was? Yeah. Come on now. Girl, right? I know I referenced this. In Hold a- on. I have to tell you. Tell me. This is what Courtney Love said. She, Peaches Geldof showed up with over 500 prescription pills. Nope. Yep. How is that Just possible? them on the bed. And Courtney Love was like, I'll have five and you should go. <laughs> <laughs> that second part didn't happen. Okay. I just have a few more. She just <laughs> she took her pile and then just pointed at the door. <laughs> uh, you guys know Lindsay Lohan? All right, we all do. Oh. She stayed at uh, the Chateau Marmont. Um, she was banned. She'd been living in uh, Suite 33. She racked up 
$46,000 on her tab. That's an annual salary for a human being. Yeah, she just, and I think, yeah, she, yeah. All right. The, <laughs> I, listen, some of these people spend money that you would not believe. Right. That was, that was just a tab. I don't even think that, like, I don't even think that was, like, what her hotel room cost. That was her tab. That's disgusting. Like, booze and food and shit. I want to I want to just be comfortable enough someday to just like build up a tab and be like, "All right, like you want that, you may have it." I just want to stand in front of a homeless person and like $46,000 in dollar bills and on just fire and dance around it with your Billy Idol dick. Oh, see, I would I would <laughs> fan it in front of them and make them catch it. I'm kidding. I am <laughs> Almost. I'd, I'd make it rain in front of them. Yeah. And then I'd be like, catch it if you can. I'm so far leftist that I'd be like, hand it, hand one dollar to each of your friends, and then we can all be a world that gets along. I would actually catch. By the way, it. I don't know why I had to just say that because you and I were just talking about MSNBC and Eugene Robinson. But we need to clarify every once in a while where we stand. I know because I make a joke like that. And I'm I know. Like, oh god, that's not like a dick. Listen, my my threesome. Uh, this is all for comedy. Rachel Maddow, Chris Hayes, and me. That's, like, my fantasy. Oh, that would be yours? What's yours? It oh. has to be MSNBC. I know. Mine would oh. be... Uh, <gasps> yours would be, like, Eugene Robinson and... Never Eugene. Why? He's old. Um. I, well, then that takes Andrew Mitchell out of your equation. <laughs> Andrew Mitchell is never in it. I was going to go with... Um, <laughs> I'm actually struggling because I can't remember uh, her name. What's the black woman we like? Joy. Joy... I'm totally blanking. Joy in the AM. I don't know. We like Joy. Uh, it would be it would be Joy and um, who's the gay guy with the glasses that makes me up? Like his glasses are always crooked. I can't think right now. This, Steve Carnacki. It would be Joy and Steve Carnacki. That would be my threesome. <laughs> hey, listen. If you've got your uh, fantasy MSNBC, Joy Bay, not Joy Bay. No. No. <laughs> But yeah, if you have your MSNBC threesome, email us at highspiritschicago at gmail.com. We're willing to listen because we, listen, we get it. <laughs> I mean, I feel I would love Rachel to be part of it, but I feel like we just need to be friends. Uh, because okay. that's yeah. fine. Because I feel like sex would make it awkward with us, and I just want so badly to be her friend. Yeah, I don't, it doesn't, I don't care. That's why, like, Kornacki, I feel like I can, like... <laughs> you just kind of, like, bang and run? <laughs> I just want to fix his glasses so badly. <laughs> no, Chris, Chris Rachel, and I are going to thruple until, like, 2019. <laughs> <laughs> until we all break up oh. at Andrea Mitchell's funeral, because, um, just fucking Hayes cannot get his shit right. That sounds right. Yeah. There is a daytime guy at MSNBC. I don't know what his name is, but he's really attractive. Also African-American? White dude. Oh, oh there's an African-American guy in the morning, too. But there's we a- have to move on. We are way over We time. are so over. Please. Okay. Uh, Lindsay Lohan, just so you know, um, she said that she had sex with James Franco at the Chateau Marmont. I, yeah, I, I remember you know that? that. Yeah, I do. And you know what? They did? No. He was like, uh, no, I didn't. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. And he wrote a short story about the non-event that basically <laughs> was like, here's this crazy chick. She told everyone we boned, and we did it. Did not happen. Mm-hmm. Did not. 
Got a couple more. Heath Ledger. Oh. Prior to his death, Heath was uh, staying there at the hotel. Um, Marmot. Marmot. <laughs> <laughs> Marsh Cheese Castle. Marmot. Just say Marsh Cheese Castle. Everyone will know you mean Chateau Marmot. Why do they talk French? Um, <laughs> anyway, this is, I don't know if you know these infamous tapes. Remember when he was married to um, Michelle Williams? Yeah. He was caught on camera at a party uh, at the Chateau Marmont uh, snorting cocaine. Oh. Uh, and someone taped him. That's a bummer. And on, know, It's a bummer that he was caught. <laughs> I know. Well, on that tape, this is why it's so famous, because they played it a lot after he died. Right. <clears throat> Uh, on that tape, he said, uh, I'm going to get in serious shit from my girlfriend. We just had a baby three months ago. I shouldn't be here at all. And then he did another line of cocaine. Ugh. Yeah. Were they, they weren't married. They were just, uh, they were not married. Okay. No. Um, Scarlett Johansson and Benicio del Toro. You want to hear something about them? Were they a thing? Yeah, girl. Oh my. Okay. Listen to this. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson uh, was so into Benicio Del Toro that this is after an award show. And I think it was the Golden Globes, but I couldn't get confirmation on this. Um, She could not wait to get him up to her hotel room. So she started tearing off his clothes in the elevator. And when she was asked about it, she said this, which I love. If I were Scarlett Johansson, I would act exactly like this. Someone asked her what happened in the elevator, and she said, we were making out or having sex or something. (laughs) (laughs) So, Benice, get it. She's like, I can confirm all things. Yeah, I mean, we, listen, we enjoyed each other's company. We were making out or having sex or something. I want to know what something means, but that's okay. Um... Because of because of time, I'm just gonna go on one thing. Please, Rihanna. Is there a list of ghosts on your page? There's a list of peeps. Oh, okay. Um, Rihanna. Mm-hmm. You know the singer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very famous for singing the final song of Moana. Nope, that's not her. That's a different girl. I thought that was Rihanna. It sounds like her, but it's a different oh, yeah. girl. Well, Rihanna. I happen to know this because I've been listening to that soundtrack incessantly. Because I have a child. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, yeah. Rihanna sang Umbrella. Umbrella. Ella. And Ella, S&M. Ella. And every amazing song. I, that's the only one that I know. And that one she does with um, Eminem. Oh, and the one she does with uh, Drake. You know a lot more. I guess I know. Um, I guess I know. Love her. the Way You Lie. <gasps> that's the. That's the oh, one you mentioned. And they have a yeah. follow-up song. Love the Way You Lie. Um, <laughs> don't stop by that. You look like a moron. <laughs> don't ever say that again. I know that was the meanest thing I've ever said. I'm so sorry. I love everything about you. <laughs> no, I'll just threw her wine at me. I gotta go. Um. Um. Okay, so I I will just go out on this, even though there's a ton of shit. I know. Um, we'll have to continue this another time. Rihanna will not stay at the Chateau Marmont because she's afraid of ghosts. She is. Where is she from? Barbados. So there's a strong, probably like yep. history. Like they and have, she's not like gonna a fuck cult- around with it. That's a cultural thing for her, and she doesn't want to fuck around. Good with for it. her. She knows it's haunted. Yeah. And my girl, stay the fuck away. Not step up in there. Good for her. Yep. 
People have asked her to stay there. They have asked her why she won't. She has one word to say. Ghosts. Ghosts. Good for her. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I mean, let me, I can whip off this quick list of people who have stayed there. And um, not all of them uh, died there, of course. But this is how you might know some people. I'll just whip it off since it's here. Whip it out. Billy Wilder, you may not know, but he was a director. Are you kidding me? I, I don't know. I know. Sunset Boulevard is one of my favorite okay, movies. Okay, you don't know who, like, <laughs> what Britney Spears does. Uh, Rock, but I know Billy Wilder. Rock Hudson, who had yes. some sex parties there. He was a little bit of the gay. Yep. Dorothy Parker, mm-hmm. Marilyn Monroe, John Wayne, Bob Dylan, Mick Jagger, John Lennon, Yoko Ono, Robert De Niro, Hunter S. Thompson, Annie Leibovitz. Thanks. Tim Robertson. Terry Richardson, who we hate. He's yes. a photographer and he's a pedophile. Yes. I hate him. He's terrible. If you are mad about that, blanket, write me at Gmail. Blanket. Stop being friends with Terry Richardson. Blanket, I think that you're an illegal adult right now, but if Terry Richardson asks you to do... Just, everybody just ban that guy. He's disgusting. He's disgusting Richardson. and he shouldn't be able to walk around. Nope, he's, he's really gross. awful. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson, the sparkly vampire. Together, probably those probably. two. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, just so you know, Sofia Coppola shot her film somewhere at the hotel in uh, 2010. And the opening scene, you and I saw this movie together, of The Canyon. The Canyons. <laughs> I was going to bring that up when you're talking about uh, Lindsay. Lindsay, yeah. Uh, yeah, Sam Noel and I had the, uh, we saw The Canyons together. The Canyons. The opening um, scene is at the Bar Mar- Marmont, um, which I've been to, which mm-hmm. is fucking cool. Huh? I actually read before Lindsay Lo- Lohan was uh, expelled from the Ch- Chateau Marmont. Uh, Marmont? <laughs> <laughs> Just say Mars Cheese Castle. You actually she, did She, fine. I, uh, I, uh, I had read this article about the canyons and the the guy who wrote the article actually met her there. So I was thinking about that when you were talking about it because I read yeah. the article too. Yes. It was a, yeah, I think Jason posted it. Yeah. yeah. No. Or shared it with us be- before we even watched the movie. Remember when we watched the movie and James Dean, the porn star, not yes. James Dean, the whatever. James Dean, who now is a, an alleged rapist yes. as well. Yes. Yeah. Terrible man. Fuck that guy. Giant Wang. Giant Wang. I have a friend who <laughs> he he and I. Your face right now is like you're ready to spill. He, uh, no, I have a friend who he and I are at odds about the James Dean's conspiracy, and it's mostly because he subscribed to James Dean's uh, food show. Uh, okay. That he had like an online like food show where he talked about like making making food. Dinner. And I was like, facts. was he naked? And also, was he raping a girl at the same time? Yeah. Yeah. It's a big argument between us. Sure. Well, the bigger the dick, the bigger the argument. Right. Well, and, and the, <laughs> the unfortunate thing about the James Dean thing is that... <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> the unfortunate thing about the James Dean thing is that the girls who are accusing him of assault or rape are uh, porn stars. Yeah. And so people are like, not getting wow, job. you're a sex worker, and this is your job. And Which so, you and I are so political about, so. Yeah. So. Not okay, James Dean. Not okay. And okay to be a sex worker. No means no. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> thank you. We're going to end on that. No means no. Yeah. <laughs> we should, every episode should end on no means no. It should. Um, thank you so much for sticking with us. Um, 
We had a blast talking about the Chateau Marmont. Um, just so you know, if it is true that resonant energy is a is a phenomenon, then all these stories probably have some sort of ghostly patina that hangs over a building that is so riddled with fame, famous people, energy, and fucked up fucking shit that happened there. Gina Harlow is just fishing. She's gone fishing. She's gone fishing. Right? And yeah. All those, uh, all those uh, dandies are using the tunnels, <laughs> <laughs> which I think they still have tunnel. Night. I think it's actually called the dandy tunnel. The dandy tunnel. I, yeah, that's that's what proctologists call it. Um, the whole the whole term of term of tunneling means so much more. It to does. Me. It yeah. really does. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, uh, we're gonna go on this. Um, I am drinking um, uh, Antihero IPA, my sponsor is a revolution revolution uh brewing company it also gave me a revelation which is nice uh and miss noel what are you drinking i am drinking curious beasts cabernet it's full of skulls <laughs> it is full of skulls hey you can find us in so many places you know what to do especially for blanket jackson i really just want an email from you my spirits <laughs> chicago at gmail.com my name is jay stagman this is my pal noel schmidt and she's got one last thing to say to you Sweet dreams.